to blog or not to blog? That is the question. In a world of likes, reels, and views, is the good old blog still relevant to your content marketing strategy? And can you really use it to grow your business? In this episode of Voice Your Brand, I'm exploring the why, what, and how of blogging for your online brand. Let's get started. You're listening to Voice Your Brand, the podcast dedicated to helping you launch and grow your brand online by injecting it with a whole load of personality and creating content that turns followers into loyal fans, all through the power of a unique brand voice. If you're struggling to stand out online, getting stuck writing your product descriptions, or feeling pulled in a million directions when it comes to marketing your e-commerce brand, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Nell Casey, the founder of Fate Creative, an e-commerce copywriting agency that writes things to brands that sell online. Before we dive in, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. All right, let's go. Hello and welcome to episode three of Voice Your Brand. Today we're talking all things blogging for your online business. I'm your host, Nell Casey. I'm so glad to have you here with me. Now, before we get started, just make sure you've clicked that little subscribe button on your podcast player so you get the next episodes as soon as they drop. I have some great um, episodes coming up on all things marketing and your brand voice, especially in the lead up to Christmas. So you don't want to miss those. Okay. So today we're talking about blogging. And this is a question that I see come up pretty frequently in the biz groups that I'm in, you know, asking who's blogging? Should I start a blog? Is a blog working for you? Is blogging still relevant? Content is king, all that kind of stuff. So of course I also write blogs for my clients. So I regularly have a conversation with them about why they're blogging and what the potential benefits are. Ah, so I think this is a really important topic to cover because it also goes into our brand voice and our brand personality. So let's start out with, I guess, why you should be blogging. And I have a few reasons why I like blogging for uh, online brands as a content strategy and part of your brand voice. So the first thing is it helps to build your brand. It essentially allows you to have a platform where you can communicate with your customers and your community in a sort of long form, casual, really engaging kind of way. And it allows you to showcase your brand personality. So think about it. This is a um, a platform that allows you to write as much content as possible and you control it. And you can essentially share more of your story and go deeper into what your brand stands for and showcase more of that brand personality. I mean, you already have it on your website content and your social media and your product descriptions, but with a blog, it's more of like a creative space where you can really play and share content that isn't always about trying to sell a product all the time. And the other great thing about your blog is it's a platform that you control. So unlike your social media, where you're at risk of having a post shadow banned or deleted, you control your blog content and you can write pretty much whatever you want on there. That doesn't mean you can guarantee people are going to read it, but you definitely have that level of control that you don't necessarily have on what we would call borrowed platforms like social media. Now, the other great thing about having a blog is it gives you another reason to send people to your website beyond just sending them to have a look or to purchase products. So let's say you're on social media and you've got a few like, I guess, salesy posts. You can break it up with some um, content, like sending people to your blog with a blog snippet and saying, hey guys, I've just written a new post all about my latest collection. Go and check it out and read about it. 
So they have a reason to visit you that beyond just um, wanting to look at your products. And at the same time, it gives you a reason to contact, say, your email list. So rather than just always sending like updates about new products and, you know, sales and that kind of thing, you can send an email to your email list saying, hey, I've just published this new blog post. It's all about my latest collection or it's a deep dive into this inspiration for this product or it's an interview with someone in our community. And again, it gives you a reason for them to go and visit your website outside of that sales cycle. And the other great thing about blogging is it has SEO benefits. So more pages on your website essentially means more pages to rank for potentially in the search results. And the thing about blogging is we generally tend to use I guess, phrases and keywords that are more in that informational side of things. So rather than specifically using product-focused keywords, we're using the how, the what, the why, those question-based keywords in blog posts. And so you're capturing those people who are in the investigation part of the buyer journey. And I guess for me, um, as a SEO copywriter, this is probably my favorite reason to blog, but It's not the only reason to blog. Um, It's just a great consideration for it. So let's talk a little bit more about blogging for SEO because, you know, I think it's one of those uh, reasons that people really start to explore blogging um, as a strategy for their business in the first place. So I want to kind of say here, while SEO is important to consider for all of your content, you also really want to keep in mind how your blogs are going to help you engage with your audience and build that product and brand awareness. So we're not solely doing this to cram those keywords in, like that's not a great experience for anyone that visits your website. This is about building your brand visibility in a really strategic way that's also aligned with your brand values and your brand personality. So let's have a look at a few examples of how we can use blogging for SEO. For example, you might create something like a buyer's guide that really goes into detail about your products. And now this is a kind of juicy piece of content that I call pillar content for your website because they allow you to really explore the why someone would buy your potential product and the problems that they can help to solve. And then you can go into some great detail about which products are best depending on people's situations. And they tend to be quite lengthy pieces for that reason, which also means that they're more likely to be picked up for your um, keywords that we've optimized for them. So I really like them for your long-term SEO focus, but they're also really handy because they're so full of information. They can help people make the right purchasing decision for them as well. Now, the other side of that is you might have some shorter pieces that are, again, based around some keywords, but these ones are more trending and aligned to your product. So let's say you've created a print that's based around like a trending meme or a person or a character. You don't need to really dive deep into the content here because the Google algorithm is turning over that trending content much faster, but it does allow you to get onto that trending keyword when it's happening. So, you know, you have that kind of short-term uplift in your traffic, maybe not some long-term SEO focus, but short-term. And again, we get to talk about your products in a way that helps people make a decision about whether it's right for them. So remember, SEO isn't just about how we're showing up in the rankings for our keywords. Your blog can also help with your overall search engine optimization through things like time on site and bounce rate, because this is taken into account by Google. And again, 
the more content that you have that keeps people onto your websites and visiting other pages, the better it is going to be for your overall SEO. So if you can create some juicy content that people want to hang around and read and keep coming back for, that's going to make a big difference to your SEO. And look, it can take a bit of an experimentation to find the content that lands with your audience and helps your rankings, but it's definitely doable. Okay, so what the heck do you actually blog about if you've considered adding a blog to your content? Well, the first thing really is to talk about your product and your brand. This is the opportunity for you to go deeper into the benefits of your products, talk about the inspiration behind a recent collection. You can create shopping guides for like Christmas and other seasonal um, events. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you focus these types of blog posts around one product or several. The goal is all about showcasing your products in a way that makes them sound really exciting and interesting and highlights their benefits and shows them, you know, in use out in the real world. So these type of blogs, really, it's just elevating your products in a new way, adding more information that you don't necessarily have on your product descriptions because then they would be too lengthy or um, just not focused enough on the product itself. And the other great thing is that you can partner with other brands for things like your gift guides and similar products. You know, let's say you sell clothing and you have a, an aligned brand that sells shoes. You could both put together a outfit guide um, that features your products and then share it on each of your blogs which helps to showcase your own products, showcase how they're used with other or how they're worn with other types of products. And if you link to each other, you also get some great backlinks for SEO. It's like a win, 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 right? Okay, so the other type of blog post that you could create is what I call the informative post. So this is what I was talking about before with the SEO type um, blog post as well with something like a buyer's guide. This is where not like you're not necessarily directly looking for a sale right away. You're actually more adding some information, helping people make a decision based on which product is is right for them and essentially just informing your readers. And this might be around particular products or a collection of products um, going deeper into those features and those benefits that I was talking about. You might also be sharing some company updates, like have things changed in your business that you want to share with your community? And you could also have some like community related news. So maybe you're hosting an event or you're attending an event, something aligned with your values might be around a customer story um, or how your products worked in the real world. You can share this information and helps to build that connection with your brand and also showcase your products at the same time and share your brand values with your community. And the third type of blog post that you could create is essentially your brand storytelling. So this again builds on that brand personality that you've created um, through your brand voice and the content that you share and essentially elevates that. So this type of content might include interviews with people in your community, like your customers or collaborators and people who you want your brand to be associated with. Um, again, you could be sharing some um, news or information around what's happening in the um, industry or the world around you that's related to your brand and what you offer. And you might also be sharing like reviews or cool unboxing videos or tutorials that are related to your product and your brand. And really this kind of content is about building a deeper connection with your customers and showcasing who your brand is and your brand personality.
So really what you want to think about the purpose of your blog is a way to build that um, brand connection with your customers. So you don't just want to create content for content's sake. You really want to think about what are your customers and your community want to read about and what are they interested in and what's relevant to them and also relevant to your brand, of course, because you want to have that alignment. But this is your chance to, I guess, get really creative um, and and show the people that follow you and your community that you really understand who they are and that you want to share content that um, resonates with who they are as well. And look, you know, at the end of the day, we don't just want them to read. We also want them to take some sort of action, but not every post has to be a sales post. It could really be about information and then directing them to another resource that can help them make that purchasing decision down the track. And having this kind of content is really what's going to help you elevate and go beyond any other similar type of brand out there. Because if you sharing that information that people feel like, hey, every time I have a question about this type of thing, I can go there and they have a blog post about it or they'll answer that that question for me, they're not necessarily going to look anywhere else, right? And you're going to have that deeper connection with those customers and your followers. So let's talk about the difference between writing a blog post and having like a weekly email and how we can use those to build a relationship with the customers. So really both of them are about relationship building. Of course, your blog sits on your website, so it's visible to everyone who might come across it. So if you've optimized it for your search, then it's a way to bring more traffic to your website. And it's also a great little middle step for people um, from social media onto your website to eventually get them onto your email list um, if possible. So, you know, if we're talking about like sales funnel or buyer journey, it's essentially at the top or the first position, first, second position around your brand. It's bringing people in, it's encouraging them to stick around. Um, And your email is where you build that deeper connection with your audience. So people have handed over their email address or they've bought from you in the past. So they're already more engaged than just someone who's come across your social media or your blog posts, right? These people want to hear from you. And so you want to treat them a little bit like your VIPs. You want to create content, um, you know, maybe it's just for them or you want to send them your best content uh, and make sure that they get it. Also giving them first information about, you know, your specials and your sales and that kind of thing, like treating them like your VIPs. But This isn't to say you can't use the same content on your blog and in the emails that you send out. So if you write a blog post, you can and definitely should send it out to your email list, particularly if it's a really good one, Um, either a snippet or a link back to your blog or break it up, you know, into smaller pieces and send it in the email, depending on the goal for the piece of content. Because again, the people who are on your email list, they want to stay connected with you and they want to hear from your brand. So sending them this content that isn't always like, hey, we just contact you when we have a sale on or when we want to sell you a product. It's like, hey, we contact you a lot because we have information that we know that you want to hear from us um, about. So again, having that blog essentially allows you to recycle or reuse that content in a whole heap of different ways. Okay, let's say you're convinced that you want to start blogging for your brand. How do you get started? Your website platform probably already has a blog functionality installed if you're using something like WordPress that is a blog platform um, or Shopify has a blog function as well. If you're not sure, you can contact uh, whoever is running your CMS um, through their help function just to get information about how to add the blog or you can chat to someone like a web developer. The next thing you want to do is pick a name 
or you can just call it the blog if you just want to call it the blog, but you might um, think of a nice name that's a bit relevant to your brand uh, and have that at the top of your blog just to have a reason to call it something other than blog. And then you want to design uh, a layout. Again, if you want to chat with a web developer or find a theme that's going to work with your existing online store, then that might be the easiest thing. And then you can just start writing, which I know is not necessarily the easiest thing. Even I struggle with a blank page. So take a step back and think about what you actually want to write about. At the top of the episode, I covered a few of the different types of blogs that you, or blog content that you might like to create. And you can have a look at what is going to be really relevant to your audience um, and your community. So think about what you currently share on your social media, for example, and you could look at creating pieces of content that are longer than your regular old social media post. Uh, Also think about information that you want to share. You know, maybe you have some frequently asked questions that you could turn into a longer piece of content to help answer those questions and inform people um, when they're making a purchasing decision. And then you can also think about what's relevant to your brand and in your wider community that you'd like to talk about. And that might be stuff that, you know, you just want to share and you think that your audience is also going to resonate with that. So you can be really creative in the types of blog content that you share and what you add to your content strategy. You'll probably find that you'll have a mix of more SEO-driven posts where you've really thought about the keyword and optimized for that, and then some more brand storytelling type pieces of content that may not necessarily have highly searched for keywords that you can add to them or optimize them for. Can a post be both? Yes, but can be a lot harder sometimes to find um, the posts that are going to work for both pieces of content. So I would probably focus on um, one and then the other, depending on your goal for any particular piece of content and your blog overall. Once you've thought about what you want to write about, create a schedule that you can stick to. And if you do need help, you can reach out to a copywriter either to help you come up with the strategy, maybe edit your blogs if you feel that you just want to have someone else have a look over them, or you can work with a copywriter to help you actually write your blog content. And you might find that that's an investment up front in your business, but the returns on your blog content can be really um, valuable for your brand. For example, I have a client and they recently contacted me to let me know that a blog post that I wrote for them in April is now their second most visited page on their website out of all their other pages on their website. And that was a really informative, um, lengthy piece of content that helps people make a decision about which product they want to buy. And having that as the second most visited page on their website means that they're getting a lot of that traffic from people who are in that decision-making phase um, of the buying process. So you may not directly be able to assign any particular purchase to a piece of blog content, but you can track other metrics that will help you understand whether your blog strategy is really effective for your brand's goals. Okay, so in this episode, we've spoken a lot about blogging and whether it is effective for online stores. And as I said, it can definitely be an effective strategy for your brand, particularly if you have a combination of these keyword focused or SEO focused blogs, and also some that are more about brand building and building that um, connection with your audience. And of course, you can have content that does both. So if you are looking at starting a blog um, for your brand, 
go back, have a think about who your target audience is, make sure that you're writing content that is really engaging and interesting and relevant for them. Be creative, experiment. You don't know what's going to happen, but the results for your brand could be really great. And if you do have any questions about blogging for your brand, feel free to reach out to me. It's kind of one of the things I really love talking about and brainstorming ideas. So I'm definitely here to help if you need a little bit of a hand. That's it from me this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really hope that you are enjoying the content that I'm putting out. And if you do have any specific questions about content or marketing for your e-commerce brand, feel free to hit me up and hey, I might just create a whole episode about it. All right, that's it from me for this episode. Until next time, have a great day. This podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Wadawurrung people and we pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. We acknowledge the stories, traditions and living cultures of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples on this land and recognise that sovereignty was never ceded.